doesn't work? Yes, any yeah, number of permanents and or players. So experience counters work. Let's laugh back and Adam's right. <laughs> <laughs> Mana seems so far away. Now it looks as though the game is to stay. Oh, I hate an Armageddon. Suddenly, there's no mana like there used to be. There's land destruction hanging all over me. Oh, Armageddon came suddenly. <laughs> it's good it's like right on the tip of my tongue <laughs> do you know at least the band no what i think it's an overrated band does that give you a hint uh, i feel like gonna, food gonna, gonna be pissed oh <laughs> <laughs> trombley would be pissed if i would, his one of his favorite bands did you do this or did uh adam number two did this one yeah well because we're about to talk about it, our gameplay. Yeah, Armageddon. And he wanted yeah. something that was uh, to Trombley's heart. <laughs> Shit. Da, 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 da. Like, at first I thought it was Queen. Uh, classic band. It's like one of the most popular bands in the world that doesn't play. Beatles? There you go. It's Yesterday. Beatles? Oh, they oh, just came out. Oh, my yeah. so far Okay, okay, away. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> I'm not That's a big good. Beatles fan. That's good. I'm not a big Beatles fan. But That's all right. This fits with our. What yeah, we're going to get a lot of. We, we're gonna I know. Get our first of troll of off of this. You don't like the Beatles? You don't like the Beatles? Beatles. No, See, I said they're overrated. My, he did. my beef with the Beatles is that when I was growing up, there were people that were just like. They felt like they had to like the Beatles because everybody said the Beatles was good. You know? Uh, like, like, so it was just like. A cop, I was like, no, just like music. It doesn't, just because everybody says the Beatles are the greatest band doesn't mean they're the greatest band. So anyways. But they're the greatest band. <laughs> so, Is it your favorite band? No. My my favorite band is probably Queens of the Stone Age. And that, do, which, do, which do, 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 yeah, do, do, it's do, definitely do, do. trumps your favorite band, oh, uh, the Foo Fighters. Your, your favorite guy, Dave Grohl, wanted to join no, Queens no, of the no, Stone no. Age. No, no, be no. Be their no. drummer. He no, wanted they quit. needed a drummer. He That's, wanted, he, he, oh, he come went on. over there because Foo Fighters were sucks. about to break up. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, you want to be our drummer? And his, Dave Grohl's like, fuck yeah. Fuck Foo Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's what it was. That's what happened. What What's the new song by Queens of the Stone Age? I don't know. Yeah, they don't have any. <laughs> we're the Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. <laughs> I am Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. That was the longest freaking uh, intro after a song. <laughs> we just I've been waiting, debated a, songs. A, waiting a real long time to jab you about that one. We though. masturbated right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, guess what? What episode is this? This is, uh, what, 69? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to say it just so I could do that. Uh, Gross. We got, we got uh, an interesting episode for you this week. We got, what, gameplay that happened two weeks ago. We yeah. didn't record. I know we talked about it on the last podcast. We're like, oh, yeah, we're going to... Double record. We're going to double record, but... Uh, we didn't because it was a two hour long episode. Adam, Adam got tired <laughs> after a two hour that drive long home modern is horizons. brutal. I'm like pinching myself and slapping my cheeks and then my face cheeks. You should probably do that on the regular anyway. So yeah, I probably because your cheeks are so cute. <laughs> uh, so then we're also going to talk about our top ten more of the spark cards, commander cards. Yeah, I, I mean commander. we both really love that set. Oh, and- and it, uh, there's a lot of really good cards to cut or talk about to cut 
to no, cut from your decks. Anything. Buy them. Go. Mm, not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, it stinks that uh, Modern Horizons came out so quick afterwards because so it's like I want more boxes of War of the Spark, and you gotta move on. Can't. I'm trying There's to pick up thing. foils of all the like the commons and uncommon or no, uncommons and cool. rares and all that. But man, well, spoiler alert: one of the one that's on our list and uncommon. Is like a fifty dollar foil. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, anyways, uh, what else have we got? And then the specs, right? That's what we yeah, and then we'll do Smith specs of the week at the end. Yeah, uh, but first, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Commander Smith and see what beer Lowry is not sharing with me. But right now, I'm sharing one with you. Oh yeah, let's do it. So you want to taste it before I tell you what it nope. is? Tell me. You should taste it before. It smells really bad. <laughs> it smells really bad. <laughs> I don't really want to drink It's it. better than you think, but it might not be for you. This smells really bad. It smells like a skunk. It doesn't... I kind of had it go up my nose a little bit when you made me <laughs> laugh, and it, uh, I'll give you a hint, it burns. <laughs> what? What is this? It's a jalapeno ale. Oh. Devil's Gap. From is uh, Kink Gator, Nebraska beer that I brought up. Why did you bring it up? Well, because I, had, I can't drink it all at the same time. <laughs> This is weird. I'm not going to say this is this is, this this is, is not in my anywhere top <laughs> list of anything. We were doing a top 100 list. This is not Not in there? No. Pepper beers are kind of hard to do, and this is one of the better Here's ones, the I'll admit I feel it. like you just gave me piss. <laughs> I feel like you tricked me because you're not showing me the bottle, and you're giggling, and I feel like you peed in that, and I'm drinking... I would not pee... Like, come on. I don't have that good of aim. <laughs> I don't know if I like the smell of it. It smells like well, corn. I kind of figured. After I poured it, I was like, ah, you might not like this. Yeah, I'm For glad I didn't have that... a, a whole beer to myself on this one. I'm <laughs> glad we were splitting this beer. You remember Fine. when I told you I didn't need any beer from Nebraska? I was like, yeah, you can keep it there. So if people are going to call me out, I did not share the raspberry jalapeno ale with Adam. Uh, this one has a different flavor profile. Actually, I like this one better. So, uh, Or... You can do proxies of the week from Adam on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, last week's was finale of Devastation. So yep. that's our first one for June. And like I said, last week, you now, if you're a patron, you can get this month's and last month's uh, as well. And then uh, what else do we have? Oh, we are doing a thing on Twitter. We just did our battle boxes of yeah. Modern Horizons. And so I'll, I'll post a picture. You go find that picture, and then you guess who won in a score at the war side of the, the winner. Box. Just the, the number winner. of the winner. Yeah. Or do you want the both the uh, win number and lose number? Well, I guess that would go hand in yeah, hand. Yeah, win and lose number. Yeah. Unless there's sides. Do we want to also do a second proxy if somebody can guess values? Value. Yeah, you can get the closest to value and the closest or the closest score. We can get proxies yeah. out. So, and you don't have to be a patron for that. If you just go on our YouTube, YouTube and oh yeah, post it on YouTube. Yeah. Well, no, because we have the Twitter picture. On Either one. Production meeting. You, you have two. We'll have the picture on Twitter, and then you have the place on YouTube. Uh, they're going to be watching it on YouTube. Yeah, so watching the, 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 the bars go up. No, there's yeah. no bars when you listen to it there. Hmm. But they're going to watch the video. 
Oh, good point. But then they know. Oh, then they know. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Put it on Twitter. Cut all. all of that. Cut all of that. You can watch Post it. On, you got to put it on Twitter before we release it, uh, which will probably be Thursday. So you got about three, four days to guess yeah. who won at war and the record of war. That's it. That's, that's all. It. That's We're cutting it down. We're not doing the number? Mu- how much? Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I'm we done. just worked this all done out. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> we worked this all out, even though we talked about it before. I brought, well, I brought it up like 10 minutes ago. I was like, were we going to do this? And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we should. Cindy's idea of doing that. Yeah, it's a great it's idea. Kind of interesting add to everything. But yeah, go on there. Then you get a proxy. You don't have to be a patron. But we would like you to be a patron. If you go on uh, Patreon, uh, you can Dot become com. a member if you uh, are $5 or more. You get a proxy each we'll send a proxies couple proxies each month. And we thank all you guys. I did. We did it last month, but thank you again for being our patrons. Yeah, everybody keeps on upping, which is awesome. Really nice. I think yeah. it's. I think we're gonna get video equipment, right? Yeah. Maybe? Well, someday your phone, phone is dying yeah. when we do cameras. So <laughs> I, we'll just. Uh, I almost kind of gave away what uh, happens, but one of us took a shot and <laughs> got done, and then I looked at the phone and it said battery dead or at 20 percent didn't work and it was just like oh crap we're gonna have to take another shot we're or who 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 uh all right so the owl smiths <laughs> what else do we got we got we did twitter we did that you can go to our gmail give us all like i said adam number two gave us gave me that song for this week and it's going to kind of fit yeah. into our gameplay for this week because and we had somebody suggest a segment that we'll probably do in the next month yep. sometime uh, on Twitter, on uh, any way yeah, you want to communicate with we're us. just yeah. chatting back and forth, and I was like, hey, that is a segment idea. So yep. actually, we're going to jump we're in We're working that. on that right now. So what do we want to start with? Do we want to start with gameplay? Let's do gameplay. Well, really and quick, how was Modern Horizons? You did the Modern so Horizons. I, yeah, I went to Midnight, released the Modern Horizons, you drafted my, the three packs. My birthday Your birthday month. party. Yeah, well, it tells you how <laughs> much I like you. <laughs> We He's played like, ball, and I was like, peace out, I'm out of here. <laughs> I didn't give him anything well, on he went air it. for a present for his birthday. I left his birthday party early. Yeah, I was sore from Whirly Ball, which was <laughs> awesome, by the way. But well, you went and played uh, with Mike, though. Yeah, I went uh, listener Mike, uh, and that was fun. I got I got up there, sat around, or was there for about an hour, hour and a half. I got one good game in. and Because uh, you won with Oketra? Yeah. That's all I'll say. <laughs> you don't want to rub I, it in. Well, it was uh, it was interesting because I don't play that way very much. But it was a five person game, and so it was. They had it where you couldn't affect anybody beyond the people next to you. That's how we used to play when we played sixty yeah. card decks. You couldn't you couldn't uh, affect anybody across and, the table. And essentially, what happened was uh, Ben, who was next to me, he got mana screwed. So he, I, I just left him alone. And I just built up, and so it was basically one v one. Oh, so you're able kinda, to get your army just and then brutal. yeah, and, and then, then Mike and the other guy, I forget his name, shit. Uh, but they were building up and doing really well. But I just had nobody touching me while they kind of went back and forth. Oh, so then you just overran. So everybody? once once I killed the two next to me, I was next turn. I just kind of yeah. Overran. What was the the winner? Like, uh, it was, was there any card that was just like oh. it, cards were just working? So I had Oketra out. Had anointed a procession that was doubling mm-hmm. my four four tokens. I know that card. Yeah, and then I was able to uh, flicker in like uh, the gargoyle that has flash. Oh, okay. So like at end of so turn, I was able to four 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 four. Yeah, I was able to get like six per turn oh, nice. for like three turns. So. Uh, so then you went to Modern Horizons, did a little draft there. Get anything interesting there? Yeah. Pack one, pick one. I picked up the. Um, 
pyro, the seasoned pyromancer, mm-hmm. and then proceeded to draft no more red cards. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going black, blue, like ninja-esque, unblockable. Um, and the changelings are really, really work well in there because there is a nice. Um, I can't even drink it. Drink. It's just so sitting gross. there. <laughs> What? I like keep burping it up, and I'm like, oh, you haven't even had any. Uh, but the changelings are really nice because they work in every like, if, kind of deck. Kind yeah, of thing. if you have like, I was like tribal, or I was like ninjas, goblins. Okay, and so I had like the but one one unblockable block. Yeah, but goblins were black. Oh yeah, I guess. And so I had one like the goblin. Whenever you have a creature die, you can scry one. And then I had the lieutenant where I could sacrifice goblins and they lose a life and I gain a life. But the changelings worked with that. And then the ninjas, when I had the unblockable changelings, like they would work both ways. Did you draw cards? Did you have that one? Yeah, I had that one. That one just overruns like if you have enough of those ninjas. So So, so many of those ninjas are going in my ninja deck. And I'm going one and one and then we quit. We didn't do a third round or anything. There was Okay. uh, So eh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I thought it, you know. So now let's move into our actual gameplay. Yeah, from two weeks ago, we got about eight games, <laughs> seven, eight games in. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho. Yeah, eight games in. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, Lowry and I played against each other every single time, even though we rolled the dice later. We had to break into threes because uh, we got more we people just, in, and we, <laughs> which is good. We need a lot of. We need to help each other to figure out what happened in these games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I don't appreciate. There's a couple. I'm gonna go over this here in a second. <laughs> He didn't been, allow. So I've been dealing with this for like a week now, <laughs> two weeks it feels like. <laughs> so I was testing out Ilhrog and Tulsimir, and you were testing uh, out Feather and yeah. I mainly Oketra. played Feather and Oketra. Yeah. So the point was to test him out, and Larry didn't allow me to test Ilhrog. That's out. not true. <laughs> if you made your deck better, <laughs> oh, it would have been able to withstand so the onslaught that is feather. my my beef is that Lowry when he plays this is one thing I do like that Lowry does is when he sees an interesting deck that he hasn't seen before he it doesn't matter who it is he like allows it to play he doesn't like let them win but he goes I want to see what happens well, he did the exact opposite with Ilhrog ever well, the first game first game getting first into game. it okay. I cast Oketra or Oketra. <laughs> I cast Lowry's commander. He's he wasn't cheating. playing. With. He stole my deck. <laughs> I cast uh, Ilhrog twice and didn't even get to do anything with him. He got killed so, immediately both times. Let's let's put this in a little bit of perspective here. <laughs> uh, he plays Ilhrog on turn five, but he has a Lightning Greaves in play, mm. and he goes to equip it. And I go, well, I can't kill it. I can't deal with it if it's protected. And so that's the big difference. If I can do something about it, mm-hmm. uh, and I will let them do it if I can stop it. But if I can't stop it, then I'll make sure that I take care of it when I can. And so I wouldn't have been able to do anything because Feather is very spot removal heavy rather than Wrath. There's only two Wraths in there. And I did not have one in my hand. Got to take care of Ilharg because at the other the other thing is I have seen Ilharg deck just in the form of Kalia because they're very similar cards. Yeah, but. Kalia is a little bit different. I mean, I, I I don't really see other than Kalia has two other colors. Has a lot of uh, other tools. Mine is a little so, more difficult. So, I, the here's here's the, I had bitched about it while we were playing. Mm-hmm. And then I the funny thing now. is is that <laughs> we're on a text string with number two, and he's like, 
yeah, Larry didn't really give you a chance to test out Illrog. I was like, see, you fucker. I told you to give me a chance. And I would just say you both are wrong. Oh. So, <laughs> but I mean, it, it is, there, there is a, a certain part of that too. Like, it is really strong. I don't if, know if, if it if is. Because right now I feel if you like weren't I going to, to protect. Big... If you weren't protecting it, I would have left it alone to see what happened. Um, but at the same time, like that, I'm not going to say it's a problem. It's a really good problem that Feather has, but... I can with feather. I can choose to kill a creature every turn, <laughs> like every yeah, every that, every round. I can just go. What is the so biggest threat? That's one thing we wanted to kind of talk about a little bit. I wanted to bring up was uh, I think feather is a very powerful. Th- that's actually why I Re- think really really powerful. It was weird that you didn't let Ilhrog go because you've actually tested uh, feather out quite a bit and mm-hmm. we've seen it a bit. So I was surprised that you didn't want to see what would happen, like how to deal with it. And there's multiple people on the board, but it's but at the same, I killed I killed Kalia twice. Mm-hmm. I killed Nivmizet Reborn twice. I I was able to kill everybody's commander yeah. at least twice that game. Oh, good for you. So. It, we don't do the whole i know some other casts like i think uh command zone does this where they give you know power level a lot of people do the power level i don't know how to really judge that i just can tell when a deck plays how strong it is if we were to put it on the the one to ten scale i'd put uh feather as one of the top commanders that we've built over the last year i don't know if i said that last week but i i know we've talked about it i think that's one of the top decks and it would probably be a nine on a you know on a ten scale if we did that um, I would disagree. You don't think it's that strong? You have so, you said you have your uh the the thing that I would say about uh feather is like a deck is really like feather as a card is incredibly strong and if she stays in play it, it is so my best deck. Cheap. But the, was it but the first the, game? How many times did you cast it? The first game, I can't. I was paying fifteen to put it back yeah, out. Again. And you were still doing it. <laughs> That's but no, so crazy. And thing. then it's like the whole thing though is like if feathers not on board. I can't do anything. My mm. deck just doesn't work, and so that's that's the biggest weakness. And there are there are decks out there where like I would put Nikia stronger because I have ramp in there that goes along with yeah. Nikia but and your so feather allows, would wipe out Nikia. I think I would, don't think so. We should test it out one of these times. The uh, the thing though is like there isn't anything that will help duplicate feathers effect. You know what I mean? So Nikia can go, Nikia is my main ramp. If I get that out, things go crazy. If it doesn't, I still build a board presence. Mm. But with Feather, I get Feather out, it dies. I can't do anything until I get Feather out again. Like, just cards are dead in my hand. Yeah, but that's why you don't normally tip... I mean, I wouldn't play Feather and not have a production answer to it, you know? I'd but, probably... but then you're... Uh, you're like, I, I would agree with that, but I, I played that whole game without protection, but well, you have to, you have to go... Get pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> You have to like you have to kind of balance it. Like I didn't draw protection that entire game. I can't just sit there and not do anything. No, but I, I had I had like that, two three pieces. You have pieces, answers. You have damage. I, that I had two three pieces yeah. of removal. That's and I that's mean. the other part. Like yeah. if I'm going to be able to kill everything on board, then you got to go be aggressive in that regard as well. That's the hard part. Is like any time that you cast your kill spell. I knew the game was over, you know, because you were getting that right back again into your hand. That was what happened with Ilhrog multiple times when I tried to play that. Mm-hmm. You did it, and I was like, well, he can cast that every single turn now. I can't get my stuff out. I'm dead. And, and I would just say, like, you know, as Ilhrog, and you, once you realized that, you said you are going to change about 20 cards in the deck. You felt like... I felt like, but then after, when Adam threw in that comment, I was like, I really didn't get a good testing of it. You know, like, not just picking on you with that, but... 
I really didn't get a feel of how that deck works. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about too. It's kind of crazy going into this whole thing. Well, I guess I'll get, oops, I will get to that in a little bit, but uh, I had high expectations for Ilhrog and I wasn't excited about Tulsimir and it does, each of them did a one Completely different. It, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And I, that was game three, four and five is when I played yep. Tulsimir and it was pretty crazy, but it's weird how you build the deck and you have this expectation even on paper like okay this one should work this way this way and then it completely does the one eight and it's weird that both of my decks were the flip-flop like mm-hmm. i thought ilhrog was going to be the best one but it's probably because you were picking on me uh, <laughs> it's, it's not and all i can go into more depth of that so again kalia and ilhrog are very similar styles mm-hmm. of decks and so you have a smaller creature that's cheating bigger creatures into play mm-hmm. and if that that creature doesn't work like Kalia die if you just kill Kalia like that or Ilorg that's you that's how you attack those decks mm-hmm. and then if it gets into the later game they can be very powerful but they're only doing one powerful thing at a time yeah. which is incredibly slow instead of two really powerful things at a time or three and so what you've done is essentially neutered that style of deck so you need to in my opinion you need to turn those decks into ramp decks plus correct the uh and so again so, i don't i don't know where your mana ramp is on that but you are only mono red so it'd have to be a ton of artifacts yeah. that are helping you out and there isn't a lot in that because my whole thought was and actually i played ilhrog wrong the first couple of games and i kept putting him in the command zone and i yeah and yeah i was just i keep you forget that last little bit of text in there because um, you can put it third from the third top on the top and so then the one game I was like, I just want to do it because now I just realized I can do it. And then But it wasn't going to do anything. That game was game over anyways. Um, what I realized is I have probably 20 creatures that are bombs in it where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, with Ilhrog, this is going to be awesome. Well, the thing is, is you have all those bombs in your hand. You're not able to cast every single one of them. Yep. I know I have sneak attack and all those other things to, uh, you know, do like things double, with. like duplicate what you're doing. Yeah. The the token things was actually a good ad. The uh, minion reflector. I had some pretty sneaky stuff I was gonna do up my sleeve, but mm-hmm. you stopped that as well. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. What I realized is that I really need to cut that down instead of twenty to maybe like seven or ten creatures because you just have that one so, that's going to keep repeating because it's going to come out. back into your hand yeah and then yep. you're doing ramp stuff where it's either creatures that are generating mana or protection of some sort or draws or <clears> something <throat> like that yep. so that's where i kind of decided i'm going to change that deck to add that kind of thing in there just, for sure i think that'll run a lot better and then ilhrog won't be so vulnerable when it comes out and yeah because it it's, the thing it's I'm a only sitting on. duck there yeah i don't have to remove anything else other than ilhrog but if you have Ilhorg and another ridiculous creature out because you've ramped into mm-hmm. it or somehow got it out at the same time, that makes it a lot harder choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think just a quick note to it. I think what I'm going to do is it's going to be, I love ETB. We all love ETB stuff. So it's going to probably be a few things that have the ETB effect because then if I do play it early game, I get the end of the battlefield, I'll draw a card, get a land, whatever we do with that. Maybe one of the new cards off of uh, Modern Horizons going to get a mountain or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then if I, <clears throat> excuse me, if I play it with Ilhrog, I can still get. Did you hear my chair? I did. <laughs> but then if I play with Ilhrog, I can go continuously get the end of the battlefield effect, mm-hmm. so I can mm-hmm. use it both ways. Anyways, 
Game one. <laughs> now that we talked about, got it. I know you're we, trying to get stuff off your chest there. Yeah, we had to. I had to clear the air. <laughs> there was some built up anger, but no. Uh, game one wins. Uh, what did it? Do you have it written down? Uh, so I was playing Feather. You were playing Ilharg. Uh, Trombley didn't play this game. So we had Niv was number Niv two. Niv Mizzet Reborn was num- number two. Was playing Niv Mizzet Reborn, and Jeremy was playing Miri. Of the Weatherlight, yep. uh, green-white cat when it attacks. Or if it's tapped, you can only block with one creature and only, can only attack that player with one player or one creature. And so, you won with multi-kicker Comet Storm. Yeah, so as, as you could tell, like basically the nice thing was I had removal in my hand at all times. And I almost had too much removal because I had like options that I could do with. But every turn I could at least play or kill the biggest creature on board. Uh, live wire lash was on uh, feather, which was crazy. Oh, yeah, was way better nuts. than I thought it would be. Uh, and the, what that is, That's whenever you target out uh, Ilharg, well, it doesn't matter. You, Ilharg, you say it how I do it. <laughs> but like, I was able to remove Kalia and then have the two damage kill Murray at the uh, same not time. Not that turn, because Kalia or not Kalia, but I was doing it the next game. Yeah, you, yeah, you did mine. Yeah, but I did yours. I, like I was able to kill a creature and a two-two. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It got really powerful. Um, yeah, and I ended up winning that game because I had... Uh, so second to last turn, I did Comet Storm for eight and multi-kicked it four or five times. Mm-hmm. And so I killed Miri, three Planeswalkers, and dealt and put number two down to 14. Yeah. And then the ne- and uh, Jeremy was under 14. I think it was like nine or 10. And then it was able to get back to me. Uh, and then I was able to pay 14... Kill, deal 14 kill. damage kick it and so they both died yeah and so and because the other one of the kicks was i killed one of my own creatures so that i would get comet storm back cheater oh no 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 i forgot i did not kill it because what uh what number two did with he, he was playing uh niv Mizzet reborn which oh, was a planeswalker right. yeah, so deck he would... and he did a cure effect that made it so that uh, feather could not deal or receive damage he did not know i had comet storm in my hand and so what that did was I was able to target Comet Storm towards that. It would prevent so all the damage and it nice. wouldn't die. Because uh, I ended up getting uh, Chandra's Outburst, which would have dealt like six damage to every creature and player. And you notice so why I'm not talking here because I he was already, already out of the game. He was already <laughs> I was uh, out early. <laughs> and so he was trying to outplay that so that like... Uh, because it's fe- with Chandra's outburst, it deals or Feather is the one that deals the damage, mm-hmm. and so if it can't deal any damage, I can't really play Chandra's outburst, and I had the Comet Storm, which just was going to end the game a lot quicker that way too. So, uh, Lowry wins. Oh, good for you. Good for you, Lowry. <laughs> good for you. So then, second game, uh, Trombley jumped in on this one. So I had Ilhrog again. We had number two Asai. Uh, you had, or Jeremy had Miri, you had a Ketra, and Trombley had Kalia. Uh, here comes the reason for the song, but Trombley played. No, you're, I, I gotta say, my, my start was fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah, that was pretty crazy. So it was turn one, Soul Ring, turn two, Smothering Tithe, and I started the game. <laughs> Stupid. 
And, you know, so nobody could even pay that first turn because they all were at one yeah. mana. And we did. So I get four. We just let him get all the money he wanted. <laughs> it was insane. It was crazy. And then Tromley ended up getting a smothering tie. Yeah, he did. Too, so, so, like, just. <laughs> but then, uh, so then. And I have this huge board presence. He with all Oketra. Oketra came out, like, turn three. Yeah. And you attacked, and you got settled the record by Jeremy. Jeremy settled the record, because I wasn't even attacking him, I don't think. Yeah. He was just like, fuck all that. Yeah. Get rid of it all. So, Larry's going to search I, for all his land. I put 10 planes into play. Tommy's like, well, I'm Armageddon, <laughs> so your land is gone. And, yeah, so he was the next player, too. So I was able to replay Oketra, and then, yeah, next turn, Trombley, Armageddon, and so fucking yeah. wipe me everybody else had a board presence i had oketra and no land and then uh jeremy ended up winning i'm not sure exactly how he won that game but i think he just built up quick enough and yeah his, his miri is gonna end up being like a smaller token deck yeah and so the if he's gonna be able to like work off of less mana so armageddon is a theme of this night just to <laughs> let you know and this is why yeah. the song was made uh third game i switched over to tulsimir this isn't when Tulsimir did its best. This is actually probably the worst it's ever been. Like land, I had one last year. You had like a Ar- Arcades game where yeah, where I, like I randomly hit you with Vile yeah, Smasher. That's right. That's the only <laughs> other land drop or mana screwed one I've ever come. Up. But this is probably the worst. Uh, I had Tulsimir number two had Ruin. Ruin. Which one yeah, is that? Uh, he's the, the blinking Rhino. Oh, the yeah, that's right. I always forget that guy. Uh, Jeremy Amiri again. Larry had Oketra and Trombley had Kalia. Uh, like I said, I started with two land in my hand. I didn't draw my... Well, actually... Turn take two, back. you did Sylvan Library. Sylvan Library. So my first turn around, I drew all those cards. So I did no eight life because there was no land there. Then number two killed it. And then 11 turns later was my <laughs> next land. And you, then my you, fourth land was turn 17. Well, 17th draw. So that one did not go well for yeah. Adam. So I was, I was bitter and just not wanting to play Magic anymore. <laughs> no, but... Uh, Trombley played Armageddon again in yeah. that game, which and he had Kalia out, and he was just able to put a ton of pressure on the board. With, did he? Yeah, he ended up winning. I'm that pretty one. sure he won that yeah. one. That was a. Is there anything else notable in that one? I think it was Armageddon again. <laughs> uh, so then, <clears throat> game number four. Uh, this is where I didn't have everybody's down, but you remember this. So I had Tulsimir again. I had, I was playing Kahiji this time, which whenever uh, a creature attacks one of my opponents, they get plus two plus zero. Oh. That's right. That's right. Um. Oh, this was the nuts one. This yeah, was this the one coat was of arms bonkers. one, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it was Kalia, Miri, and then number two was playing Nivmizit Perun this time. That's right. And you went bonkers with Tolsmir. Yeah. So Tolsmir. Well, let's let's get. You had the the survivor token guy out, and then yeah, we had another. Zach <laughs> was on his way. He was about to get to our house or get to Trombley's house, and I was like. All right, we'll get this game over because there was like 15 of was those guys out. Of, oh, so, and then somebody had soldiers. Remember, yeah, we all paid for soldiers. So you? there's a... Um, shit. Uh, it's like the you pay one, one white. It? No, it's not Ascension, but everybody can pay as much mana as they want, and every player gets that many soldiers. Yeah, that's right. It's yeah. from the original commander set. And so everybody ended up getting five 1-1 one, one soldiers. I had... Um, the creature that created survivors. Yeah. So I hit Jeremy first and then he just blindly sent them into yours and like killed them all. Cause yeah. he's like, you're giving me stuff. I don't want it. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> and so I, I was giving number two and Kalia survivor tokens 
And then, then you and went. I was and like, "All right, fucking... let's end this game." And I threw out coat of arms and some yeah. words sitting there with twenty-two, twenty-twos, yeah. and all this crap. It was freaking insane. There was a lot, a lot of power on the board, and nobody <clears throat> did anything. Yeah, because actually, we should have killed Lowry. You should have killed me right out there. Yeah, I could have done it. Like when I cast, but you would have died. But I would have died instantly because uh, number two and Trombley or Jeremy were right next to me, and they had more creatures than I did, and it would have just run me over. So I was like. Well, they have enough. They should kill Lowry. No. They didn't do anything. So then it comes because to Because if, if anybody would have done anything to me, they would have been more open. And, like, it just became too much power. And then it was just wall building at that point. But then Lowry had the game winner that was saved by a counter spell. Oh, yeah. There were so many creatures on board. There were... Uh, so there were... Well, remember, because I had uh, the changeling. So mine was going to be a 50-something creature. Yeah. And uh, but so what I, I what I chameleon yeah. colossus that would have come in as a 50, <laughs> yeah. 58, 58 or something ridiculous. But like I cast that. Azuri's Predation Which with is, like forty creatures on board, and that would have made eighty, like four fours, yeah, forty fours, and killed almost. Or yeah, because no, I had anointed no, procession and play that four time fours. too. They'd all be yeah, they all would have been like eighty eighties yeah, or whatever. Killed all of ours and then just I, I would have just been able to <laughs> smashed. And, and the one time, <laughs> I will say thank you, counterspell. <laughs> Friggin' number two had a counterspell. You should be bitching about that for two weeks. <laughs> just get the game over with. <laughs> that, but yeah, that would have been that was a great play. And then after that, I just I had blown my wad at that point. Yeah, that was, I was I was kind of done. Good play. If there wasn't counterspell, you would have had the one. So. I ended up having Aetherflux Reservoir, Doubling Season, Helm of the Host. And so what was happening is I put it on Tulsimir, and Tulsimir would make a copy of itself. A wolf would come in. Granted, only one of the wolves would actually fight something, but still, but two of them are coming But the gaining three life would trigger yeah. on two of them. And then another time. So, like, you were gaining, uh, like, 18 life yeah. plus, because, uh, like, the the wolf triggers would go one, two, three. Because uh, Tolsmir is not a legend off of Helm of the Host. Yeah, but so you just keep gaining. The wolf token is a legend. It was, so you're still fighting one, but it so was. Ended up being able to just use Aetherflux Reservoir and kill Jeremy and um, number two with just. At the same time. Same time with these. Yeah, because he was ending up like, I'm going to put this token, this wolf token, this wolf token, and I'm going to gain. You're gaining like 36 life for yeah. like three four turns in a row didn't i use the kill i think that's how i killed trombley or something i think i did that first yeah you got rid of him and then or no that might have been the next i was game. already dead i yeah, think i don't remember how you died but, but it, yeah i don't either <laughs> so then, yeah you, you just went kill play a token kill yeah it was it was game so then the the next game i played Tulsimir one more time um wait was it no no this, no yeah this is the sahili game so i played sahili the gifted as mine there was Kali again. <laughs> this uh, was an interesting play. You were playing Tulsmir again. Number two was playing... Was it the one generating the 1-1 one, one artifact flying guys? That'd that be Sai. Oh, Sai. I don't think so. No, what was he playing? Number two, tweet us. Which one were you playing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little late. Uh, but it didn't really matter because the crazy thing was... So, Sahili, I played Karin Silver Golem. And then Trombley attacks me with Kalia and puts the dragon when it deals damage to an opponent you steal all their artifacts so he steals karn and i'm like oh shit i can't do anything with that dragon on board um because i had michael synth lattice in my hand well then i killed the dragon then you kill the dragon so then i play michael synth lattice which turns all permanents into 
artifacts. <laughs> and he has a bunch of mana open. And what you can do was uh, Karn. Don't that forget Karn. Smothering Tithe, Trombley Head. So <laughs> yeah. he was able to uh, <laughs> just kind of get everybody. But that what you can do with Karn Silver Golem and Mycosynth Lattice in play is you can pay one turn a land into a creature for its converted mana cost which is a zero zero and it dies yeah and so it's a one-sided armageddon as much as you want yeah and he <laughs> so was just kind able of an to armageddon start, yeah again. third one so at least it was different the stalemate with it was i had over 50 life already because again aetherflux reservoir came out with tulsimir yeah. and i had just an arm i was controlling the board by that fighting, it, it's so much more complicated. It, you think it's going to be easy, and that's the thing I was kind of talking about earlier. I think it's going to be easy that it's just you're playing wolves, they fight, and you're gaining life. No, It's mm-hmm. like you have to actually plan this out of, okay, which which ones am I going to start going first? Because I played Parallel Lives and um, Anointed Procession. You killed my Parallel Lives, I think. And then, yep, I played and then the next turn you did Anointed, anointed Procession. procession so yeah, because I – oh, yeah, that was the last game. But I, I killed your anoint, or Parallel Lives and the Coat of Arms – and then I, I did a removal spell, and I should have killed Tolsmir, but I killed Niv-Mizzet Perun instead, mm. and it should have been Tolsmir because Helm of the Host was on it, and I just was not thinking. that was It was a really bad misplay. But again, I could have went for that kill, and you could have just went up. Like, 50 left. Minus 50. It's going to stick around. Yeah. So it's... Uh, so you're just basically the hangman sitting there going, like, you want to do yeah. something to me? <laughs> and so that's what happened with Trombley in this, I think, is he didn't... He knew that if he started taking my land out, that I would just go fifty life. Well, I'd still lose all my land. No, you wouldn't, because it leave the stack. Because oh would yeah, die. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. But he he did it like one at a time, little piecemeal, yeah. kind of did it around. He wasn't super aggressive on anybody. And by that point, I had Soul Ring, I had Elvish Harbinger, so I had enough to be able to cast whatever I wanted in my hand. And so he removed all mine. I let it come to my turn. Whatever I. Basically wiped everybody out again the same way with yeah. doing Aetherflux and killing. I think it'd be interesting to see what Tolsmir does without that. Without yeah, uh, I think it'd still be a really big force to reckon with. But with Re- Aetherflux Reservoir sitting there, that's an absolute win con in mm-hmm. that. But like, it'd be interesting to see how you do without that. But in the place. interesting thing about that was Aetherflux wasn't the one that was giving me the life to do it. Yeah, it was no. Tolsmir doing it all on its own. So Absolutely. I mean, even think of. Aetherflux not being there um, the, the the game before, you know, I spent 150 life to kill three people. I would have been at close to 300 life when it was all said and it done. It would have been, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> it's, it'd be, it's, it seems like it's going to be really hard to deal with if you don't have Reservoir because you're just going to gain so much life. Yeah, so it's funny because when I built that deck, I wasn't thinking of putting both parallel lives and Illinois procession and doubling season. But I'm like, well, I'm making tokens. I got to put them mm-hmm. in there. And I feel like they're a must have in there. So then we move into, that would be the, f- I think that's, yeah, so the Sahili game that you, you still were going bonkers, pretty similar, different cards, but yeah. Uh, then I played, then it was, we went down to threes. We went down to threes. Yeah. And I mistakenly, and this is where <laughs> it was a bad play. Cause I really wanted to test Ilhrog out again, but I, I switched over to feather and he went to feather and I knew he was at feather and Trombley was playing Kalia and I was like, we really need spot removal. And that's kind of a thing when you're playing, I know, you, I don't know how some play groups do it, but we kind of feel out, see what you're playing because this is, if exactly it's going to end up being a good or is. bad game, like you, you switch over to a deck that's going to be, and I should have picked something that had a little more 
either spot removal or was quicker or just had more things that came out. Instead, Trombley and I are playing a deck that all you need to do, like Lowry talked about earlier, is kill that cre- your commander and the game is over. And so it's not necessarily over, but it pretty it much m- puts you guys like I'm playing the first and second phases of the game. You guys aren't until the late game mm. if you make it there. But in a three-person game, by the time I cast Ilhrog, you killed him, and I was like, "This is game over." Like and then I was actually going over. I think I was eating some pizza, and I was like, hey, "Did you kill well, me?" You yet? were working, and I was working a little bit too. But yeah, it, it so, just so I only killed Ilhrog three times, <laughs> yeah, and you bitched about it for <laughs> so long. Killed him more than that in the second I don't game. Think so. You killed him too. Uh, anyways. So then we went into the next game, and it was me, How's Jeremy. Oketra? I was playing Oketra in the second game. Yeah, and you were killing it. I don't it. think I killed it. Yeah, you did. You just kill stuff. That's all you Maybe. do. Maybe. <laughs> uh, the next game was with me, you, and Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy was playing... Mogus. Oh, that's right. Mogus. And I was playing... Basically stacks. Eureka. And I was playing Feather. Because I was like, I got to fucking kill that fucker. Yeah, I could have <laughs> switched out. but uh, And that's exactly what happened, though. Like... I'm playing Feather turn three, and then before I get to do anything with Feather, you evoked a Shriek Maw, just played Shriek Maw to play, evoked killed it, Feather, and... Oh, no, I did just straight up play I think him. you just yeah, played it. Because he came back to my hand yeah. later. And so you, like, killed Feather, and then I just got fucked. Yeah. So, um, I didn't Mogus do anything. ended up winning, because the thing that, the downfall of Eureka is it doesn't have a lot of life gain in that deck. Until now, we have a ninja that actually gives... Life you got a chance ninjas. at it, yeah. yeah. So, but I was hitting. I wasn't hitting the big kills like yeah. The, the you're big you're damage. dealing maybe like six total. Yeah, and so, losing life and dealing like two three damage in combat. And, and so, I wasn't able but, to set my top as well. So that that's a key with Eureka is there's a lot of stuff we have, you know we have that whole episode we're talking about setting the top and if you can't set the top of Eureka it's kind of it's going to be a lot slower mm-hmm. not as efficient uh, and like feather once. I started get going like I still didn't do anything for like half the game. It was right at the end you started actually. But if I wasn't at so little life, I would have ended up winning because what I ended up doing was like Feather survived a turn, and then I played Zada Hedron Grinder, and then I cast a one mana draw spell which drew me five cards, and then I was like, oh shit, this is crazy. And then I died before it got to my turn because mm-hmm. a Eureka wiped me out because I was down around like six, I think. Yeah, well. Uh, Jeremy had he had perfect like he had uh, Ugin out he had everything just wiping yeah. our board and everything yep. like that it was he had that working pretty damn good yeah Mogus did really well yeah so and so then the last game uh, it was still us three again and I played Arcades I played Ramos and, Dragon Engine and then what did he you? played Marin oh that's right and so I won with the Marin deck <laughs> yeah it was. Pretty- that was the joke of it because Larry couldn't win with his cards, but he played all of Marin's cards. <laughs> so what I was able to do was uh, I, I was able to cast uh, Villainous Wealth for like 11, mm. and I did it on Jeremy's deck because I can't use walls. Mm. Like doing getting a bunch of walls from Arcades is garbage. not do anything. Yeah. Um, and then the next turn, I cast... Uh, eternal witness to bring it back to my hand <laughs> and then i did it for 14 <laughs> so stupid <laughs> and it still took me a couple turns because you yeah. played it to fury's protection um and i was keeping him around because then i'd lose all my stuff that's the thing about arcades yeah. man that deck is kind of crazy it yeah. just hangs around oh, i kept wiping the board a little bit oh yeah. you almost you did how much did you almost 
I had Yehenny up oh, to like no, no, 14. No. That was what almost the Larry pulled off something out of his ass and one. <laughs> he was trying to kill Jeremy and I at the same time. So this is where Tafiri's pe- protection can win you the game in a yeah. way. He oh, yeah, he yeah. evened it out so that he would kill me and kill Jeremy. And then I did Tafiri's protection. Now if he did that, his board is gone besides like yeah, two if I, things. Yeah, if I killed Jeremy, all of my stuff would have been gone. And so what I ended up having to do was sacrifice creatures that, that were, were going attacking. to kill Jeremy <laughs> to Yehenny. Then they were going to um, – they had to sacrifice stuff because I had a Dictate of Erebos in mm-hmm. play. And so then Yehenny got bigger, but thank God it was going towards you and not Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> and so I had to keep them at like two or three and like he didn't have anything. Like he had run out of cards and I um, – and so that was the downside. Like I, all I did was kill Marin. I don't want to deal with that shit. Yeah. Um, that would have been so interesting if that or funny if you actually would have killed him and like no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, getting rid of him would have been fine too because I was wasting a lot of removal on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was that was a, kind of a fun game. But it did take like an extra half. Yeah, because we were gonna play another big game and then it was just like oh, it's already one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So. <laughs> but so yeah, I, those were the the games. Um, I. F- how did you feel your decks? Of course, I feel Feather is one of the... I think it's one of the best decks that we have. I, I do like your your other one, too, the the one we just talked Nick, about. Nick, yeah. I yeah, think I like, Meldrotha is way up there as well. Yeah, that's up there. I think those are your top three for sure. Mm-hmm. I think Eureka's my... And we're just talking about the ones that we built over since we started this the, podcast yeah. over the last year. I think... I, 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 would almost, I would definitely say that my deck building has gotten better on the, like it's cleaner oh, uh, from the good for no 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 I'm game. just saying like you because I'm doing it more consistently mm-hmm. I've always tweaked my decks year round and I always do and I still change them but I don't think I I never made them every like month and a half yeah and that's what's going on right now decks I've ever built like I used to sit down like once a year and build like fifteen in a month and a half yeah. like I would just once a week pound out and then not just and then just play them for a year mm-hmm. now i'm consistently doing it every month and a half to three months this and, is very and i can definitely tell the difference just consistently working on decks has improved mm-hmm. deck building yeah it, it's very different because uh how my deck building was in the past was more of i have an idea or something triggers like oh i, I like this mechanic and i want to try to build a deck with it and then i work on it for a couple months and then get the deck out this is more of it's kind of like homework but it's fun it's like <laughs> but it's different because it is trying to make a deck you know you see a commander with uh like we did tonight we might make something for modern horizons we each got yeah we got to figure that out um possibly both of us might play five color commanders I'm, I'm thinking the new captain sisse card that like pays five to go different for color. yeah that's what i'm thinking you're thinking Morphodron or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I guess that's my five color. It'll be interesting. <laughs> we'll see. So we'll we'll probably more talk about it next week. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely has it. It's very different. Um, I don't know what my top decks would be though. I would say Eureka is probably my number one. Mm-hmm. I feel like Arcades is up there. Arcades has so many wraths to deal with, like that are so one sided that it's really consistently good. And then I'd probably throw in. God, I don't even know what my next one would be. I don't know, the Tolsmere it... might be up there. Oh, yeah. I guess that's a like, good point. I need a little more testing with that. But yeah. Because that is... yeah. the, the whole point of Tolsmere is I don't have any other removal in it because it's doing enough removal. Like, I have re- other spot removal, but not creature removal. Because mm-hmm. Tolsmere does that all by itself, pretty much. So, I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting. What we should do, maybe, is uh, top 
10 of our decks of the year what we would kind of rate them <laughs> maybe that could be that could be around like new year's maybe <laughs> i don't know how to do a year at this all right point. so we're already 45 minutes in should we move That's on gameplay. to our thank you for sticking around listening to us ramble war of the spark cards <laughs> yeah top 10 why am I talking like this? I don't know. <laughs> it's annoying me. So really with this, it's not just saying like the best. We just feel like these are the best ones for Commander. The most use you could have I think they're kind of kinda like, yeah, yeah. I think they're, we're not having Legends in there like the last couple times. It's if well, Legends and you find legends, them cool. Legends, but Well, no, no Commanders. You can't have creatures. nothing Commander here. Um, and so, starting off with number eleven, yeah, <laughs> it's our honorable mention, uh, Nicobolus God Pharaoh. The hard part, the reason why we don't have it in the ten is it is so specific to a deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not having this in your. It can't go in Atraxa. Atraxa decks because uh, it has red in it. But if you get it out, it has every freaking thing of every planeswalker that's in play, and it's just it's a good card. I haven't seen it played either, so it might be way better. But again, I think it being at, you know, what is it, 20 bucks right now? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think if you're not, it doesn't, if it doesn't go on a, like your own Super Friends deck, it's not worth playing at all. Yeah. Uh, but our number 10, we're just going to kind of work our way down from the top to the bottom, not saying any order. It's of what we not think. in any order. We're it's just... more of price, and we're working our way down. So the most expensive one is, you probably guessed it, Tefiri Time, Time Raveler. Raveler. This is probably one of my favorites, actually, because <laughs> of its, a bit, its static ability. You know, each opponent can cast spells only any time they can cast sorceries. <laughs> yeah, this, I like that. This cause... absolutely stops Feather. Yeah. Like, there's... Oh, oh I yeah, forgot yeah. to talk about... So uh, Jeremy's Mogus deck... Had a has a card in there that I totally f- forgot that would kill Feather, painful quandary and oppression, which is what I have in Sancha deck as well, which is sweet. But whenever you cast a spell, you got to discard a card or pay five life. Oh yeah, he did. That. And like uh, that's what my deal that was, was to cast we three yeah, five was... spells per round. And so I was, I was just like, I can't do anything anymore. Yeah, and I was drawing enough where I was able to discard. Although I had enough life, I kept, I did the life thing quite a few times. I did it that. one time, and it screwed me. So, but yeah, so being able, affecting the timing and the amount of spells that you can play really affects feather if you have a feather player in your play group. And so Tefiri is really Tefiri's good, just good to have in any. Yeah, you're gonna stop that subtle wreckage against you. Mm. You're able to play. Are you able to play your sorceries at instant speed? As yeah, well? if you do the plus yeah. one. Yeah, and so like that just it can be really really powerful. And I think this this should go on a lot of blue white decks. I just hope the price comes down because I really want to get a lot of these. Agreed, but I don't <laughs> I think don't it think will. I, I think this is straight up a ten dollar card, easy. Yeah. Well, it's um, seventeen. And that's, and that's after rotation, now. which is two years from now. Yeah. Uh, number nine on our list. We we raved about this one. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised that it's below eight dollars right now. But finale of devastation. Yeah, this one uh, is definitely. <sighs> you pay X, and then you give your creatures plus X plus X. If it's over ten, you can pull it from the library or the graveyard for X. Like, it's cr- it's so good. This is actually I almost. Well, I won the game. This is what I was going to cast before the first game in uh, Tulsimir. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the one that I ended up just paying the life. And I was like, oh, I got to cast this so I can go get Crater of Behemoth but he had attack. Already won and then the game. you guys were like, as soon as you go to your attack phase, you gain over 100 life and you kill them both. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't have to do an attack step. It's just... 
But yeah, um, this this is just a ridiculous card. I mean, it's you're gonna go find Creator Hoof almost every single time, mm-hmm. even if it's in your graveyard. But again, it's a pretty good utility card mm-hmm. as well. So I I think it's it's just good all around. Really, really good. Uh, then our next one is Ugin the Effable. Ineffable. He's ineffable. <laughs> I don't know. He looks so, pretty effable Planeswalker, to me. Uh, your colorless spells cost two less. You can plus one it to put a 2-2 on a play, which turns into a draw spell, kind of. Yeah. And then you can re- have removal on it as well. So it has, like, everything to this, it's, you know? Yeah. It and has... we were kind of debating, like, we were trying to figure out the cards, and this was kind of towards... You know, it's towards one of the last ones we were discussing, and I totally forgot about the. If the two two dies, you get that. And I was card like, oh no! Hand. Then this is for sure. This has yeah. to be way in there because that that because it, it doesn't even it, it can get exiled. It's just whenever uh, it leaves the battlefield, yeah. you get that card. And so, like, if you think about it, this card in the right deck ramps you, gets you creatures if you need, card draw and removal. Mm-hmm. That's like everything you want, and for six colorless mana, goes in. Any Every deck you deck. want, yeah, <laughs> and it's much more easy to on the casting than the first Ugin, which is eight mana, mm. and like this is just going to get so many more activations in. Mm. So uh, this card is is quite good. Uh, then we move into this one is the one that I kind of hinted at earlier. Uh, I believe you go Narset par- uh, Parter of Veils. Uh, is each opponent can't draw more than one card each turn, and then it that by itself is, is good. Yeah. So Leovold Emissary of Trust is banned as a commander and banned in commander as a whole, and that's what this effect is. Mm-hmm. So it can't be your commander. Commander, thank God. But um, this goes in every blue deck, right? Yeah. Like, well, you so can't... this is the one where I was talking about the uncommons are at thirty five. 40 bucks right now yeah approaching 50 actually the promo one and it's almost 50? a four dollar uncommon on its own right now it's just insane it's, and then the minus two is yeah. putting a card in your hand anyway yeah <laughs> it, and that is also good so um uh, definitely pick these up because i this card isn't gonna it's just it's not gonna go below where it's I'm, at even though at uncommon we are starting to look into oathbreaker and if you don't know what that is that's oh, yeah. where you have a planeswalker as like your commander kind of then you can have an instant or sorcery spell that's kind of it like works with it. And so I'm pretty sure because of windfall, like the windfall gets everybody's hand down to one mm-hmm. with this. Don't be that dickhead. Yeah. If you're playing uh Oathbreaker. Teferi's puzzle box is yeah. spiking because of it now. Yeah, I people... mean it's gonna be a modern deck. Yeah. It it's that good of a card. Mm-hmm. Um and I would also say like it's probably there's only one uh planeswalker that i noticed was banned in oathbreaker and that was sahili the gifted this will be soon enough in yeah, my for opinion sure. so like larry said we will probably be breaking down oathbreaker we're going to get a little more in tune with it and then kind of talk about it because that's an interesting format to yeah, play i think we'll probably make on... we'll probably make decks for modern horizons and then start digging into oathbreaker yeah. a little bit but of course that's going to come out uh but we're not we're not called the Oathbreaker Smiths. We're I know, but it, it'd be nice to dabble and see what it's like. Yeah. No, it's very. I might I might just it. build a deck just for see how it works mm-hmm. and how it's different. Because just you quick, don't have to uh, glance at it. It feels like it's more for your shorter games. If you don't have a lot of time, then yeah. it will go a lot quicker. Yeah. So it, yeah, we'll talk about that. All right, the next card, Karn's Bastion. Now, this is just. Anytime that you have a land that has a another utility that you can use in a lot of decks is freaking a card to go after mm-hmm. and right now this being under three dollars is actually pretty crazy i don't mm-hmm. think this will stay 
I think eventually, not like right away, but in the next couple of years, this one's going to be over a ten dollar card. This goes in a ton of decks because it has it's add one colorless mana, but then you can tap four and proliferate. So you put that, it that on goes anything. In plus one, plus one decks goes in minus one, minus one counter. Planeswalker, planeswalker decks, token decks. Yeah, what? Oh, not token. No, it oh, doesn't counter for token. Uh, but like experience, just... experience decks. Uh, right. Mm. Choose any number of right. permanents. Oh no, that wouldn't. You're yeah, not a permanent. So. <laughs> We're just gonna erase all that stuff I just said. I hope you do. Yeah, I'm going to because <laughs> I'm like naming things yeah, and it's like, like no, no, not that one. No. Why don't you read the card, Adam? You do that. <laughs> Now I'm not going to take a raise it because we're laughing about it. Uh, let's see what else can we not put it on that I'm going to say that you can. You can put it on poison counters. counters. Any, oh, poison counters, yeah. Anything that it's puts a counters on a player. Uh, oh, wait. This, this card no, will be, It totally is right. Does it work? Yes. Any yeah, number of permanents and or players. So experience counters work. On air. All right. Laugh. Production. Let's laugh back and Adam's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember they changed... Uh, and, well, it says and, and or players. You stopped reading after permanents. Yeah, but... And or players. Like, you thought I was wrong, too. I, well, I was like, ah, read it. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I'm so glad we got there. I was wrong and then I was right and... We, we all laughed. Versed. We got our we got our opener. <laughs> I was wondering if we were going to get our opener today. I was like, we're not goofy today, even after doing our battle beer. boxes. Yeah, I could not drink that beer. I noticed. All right. So beer. after we discuss that, that is a very good card because it goes in. Let's Cars talk about Bastion. <laughs> yeah, is a good card. Yeah. Um, moving to the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vivian, Champion of the Wilds. Uh, this allows you to play creature spells at flash speed. Uh, it draws you cards. It it just it does a lot and just being For a able three to three drop planeswalker. Yeah, three drop planeswalker and it's yeah, just creature spells, not green creature spells or like yeah, specifically. It's, specific. it's just that that's pretty sweet. Yeah, no, I definitely that's an awesome card to have. Our next one on the list is Bolus's Citadel. We've raved about this one. Everybody kind of except it's weird. It's only at two bucks, you know, like but. Yeah. Three, three black legendary artifact. Look at the top card of your library at any time. So you're not revealing it to everybody. And then you may play the top card of your library by just paying life to do it. Mm-hmm. And I guess you got the bonus at the bottom. Sacrifice 10 non-land permanents. Each opponent loses 10 life. I mean, that can come yeah. in handy in a commander game late. And playing it allows you to get that land off the top of your library as well for one one spot at it. Like, it just... This is going to be so powerful. Yeah, I, this is one that uh, I'm wanting to just keep going down in price and then picking up a bunch of these later. Have you ever thought about putting this in like the new Tesa deck? Yeah. Where you'll be able to like, Cause you're, get that little bit of reach, sacrifice a bunch of creatures, get all those doubling effects, yeah. and then you're able to do it the next turn. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I might have to put that in there. How though? about you don't? Uh, then we have this one, which is the best, one of the better clones that's out there. Yeah, so Spark Double uh, is a clone for uh, creatures and planeswalkers. Now, the cool thing is, is it takes away the legend rule on it. So being able to, it's, I was comparing it to like a one-shot Helm of the Host, and it's a lot cheaper that way. And Helm of the Host seems to, to always just impress mm-hmm. me. And you play it a lot more a than lot. I do. I almost put it in every single deck. Yeah, and um, I always look at it and go, oh, this is so expensive. 
but it always seems to really work out for you. Mm-hmm. And Spark Double just is a one shot, four mana for it. And just think like getting a second Nicol Bolas God Pharaoh or just whatever, like Sahelia the Gifted, like that seems crazy. Or just easily, you could have this in any Helm of the Host deck as sure. well and just boom just tons of clones and it gives one one counter on that legend or like creature or, or plus uh, another, uh, another loyalty, loyalty counter yeah. like that that feels just really powerful i think it takes over any clone really there i mean there's some other ones but i think that's one of the best ones that's out there um and then i think our, oh no we got ashiok dream renderer and this one's a three drop spells and abilities your opponents control lowry likes this one can't mm-hmm. cause their controller to search their library oh no i was thinking the sacrifice one mm-hmm. yes this one is pretty sweet because you do this and people with their fetch lands and all that stuff for tutors which we don't play as many as anymore used to. so this won't affect us as much well you still have it's still it, good it's, for it stops your uh opponents from ramping yeah. And it's only affecting your opponents. And, and the then other it's thing, minus yeah. one ability is uh, target player puts the top four cards of their library in the graveyard and then exile each opponent's graveyard. Yeah, so it's graveyard hate and it's search their library and hate. It's each opponent. It's not, you're not having to go, okay, target opponent, you know, like. Or it doesn't affect you right. either. Like it doesn't, you can put this in your like recursion deck. I feel like if it just had the that ability it would still be a It'd be solid playable card and so this is a really great easy hate card for black and blue um i i would put the because you can even target yourself to mill four mm-hmm. and that i put this straight in Mildroth of the grave tide mill four into my deck get rid of everybody else's graveyard they can't search for stuff it, it's so good in there mm-hmm. yeah this is a that's an awesome card uh and then our last one uh, going with Evolution Sage, uh, this is just a 3-2 Elf Druid for 3. Whenever you have a land coming into the battlefield, you proliferate. So you can't put it on players or... <laughs> What's no, you can. Put it on? You can. <laughs> Come on now. We're, we're an informative... You know, the first thing I did was populate, and that's where I messed up, and I said mm. you can make copies of the tokens. Yeah. And then I went with, okay, I'm going to say... And that's probably um, how you got me, because you set me up with something definitely so wrong. wrong. Yeah. And then you kept on saying stuff. I was like, ah, I'm gonna read I this. don't know. <laughs> but yeah, just easy proliferate triggers. Yeah. Uh, it's you're not, always going to play lands. Yeah. Like This goes great in a landfall deck, Planeswalker deck. The nice uh, thing is, again, we talked about it before, it's whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, so it doesn't so have to fetch, do It affects twice, or, uh, you know... Put, just put more lands into play at one turn like it's good. Scape shift. Yeah, crazy. I mean, Gitrog deck. Did you already say Gitrog deck? I did not. Okay. I almost for a second I was like, did I just pull a Lowry where he just named <laughs> off the, the, the commander and then I was like, yeah, Gitrog, you know, one Lowry <laughs> just said. <laughs> so I, I think that I, we both think that's going to be pretty popular and important card. Yeah, this is a forward. solid 10, but the, honestly, yeah, we, there's we, like 30 had, in this freaking set that you I did. was I was being really conservative and I ended up with like 14. Mm. And then what was I don't I don't know where My you were with your your list was like 13 or 15. Yeah. And then we we Overlapped we had on about seven. half overlap. And then we just had a debate about the other like 10 cards. Yeah. <laughs> it was like That's not real math, do, but Yeah. <laughs> We're thinking, should we do a, a long list of honorable mentions? So it'd be like more of like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, top ten of honorable mentions. All right, so but now, instead we're doing Smith Specs of the Week. Smith Specs of the Week, guys. <laughs> there we go. Uh, my first one is it's a couple of ours. Both of ours have been on the rise, uh, but Thopter Foundry 
is one to go after. I'm still able to pick these up for under a buck or around a buck right now. The reason why this has kind of gone crazy is we talked about last week a little bit with um, Urza, Urza and, and then, the new mage. Yeah, that allows you to go find artifacts of two mana cost. Thopter Foundry foils have jumped up to 20 for uh, Sword of the Meeks. Both foil and non-foil are way up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this card has been on the rise. It's been It was under a dollar a couple weeks ago. Now it's about a buck fifty or a dollar. Um, but just, nobody's played with the deck in a tournament right. and if that if that is a breakout deck then i can definitely see the card going up more another thing to look out for is saffron olive made a deck last week with it or a couple days ago with it and this okay. and i he didn't he hasn't play tested yet it's one of those um, oh it was deck, deck techs. Tech, yeah so if it gets voted to play and then he does well this could go sooner than the the next modern tournament mm-hmm. um but just to give you a heads up i sold four of them for 18 bucks now it hasn't happened again i don't don't know how you did that i I took the 18 i was like well i guess i'll buy more of them because they're selling and they're still on here for like 70 cents so there there was a good supply because you actually have two commander sets that have it and alara reborn the ones from alara reborn were the ones that sold for 18 uh so they're a little bit more expensive but you can pick up the commander ones um I think I said for around a dollar. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we've specked on this one before when they unbanned sort of the meek. meek and it spiked, but then no one was playing with the deck. It didn't really do it didn't anything. do well. And so it just came back down and it got to under a dollar. And this, this has been a good card. You've played. With I, this I really like this card in EDH too. Cause mm-hmm. it's just a grinding engine. That's it. It's a mana sink, or you can just make it like a ton of tokens with it. It's a great, great card. All right, your first one is going to end up uh, going with Words of Wilding. Uh, this is two colors and a green. Whenever you draw a card, you may pay one, and if you do, you put a two-two green bear creature into the battlefield. Now this is instead. Instead, yeah. Uh, so you don't draw the card; you just make the two-two. It went from fifty cents. It's, it is on the rise up to about a buck fifty around there, uh, and that's going up because of the new bear commander, which is Ayula or Ayuli. I don't know. That bear. Uh, so the bear, like, when I first saw it, I was like, there's nothing to do with it. But if they're th- if they're looking at bears, they might actually put a little bit more support into bears in the future. And I can see this. It's an older rare that might not have a lot of uh, supply out there. So I, I think if you make bears a little bit more interesting, this card can definitely go up. But there's that, that little bit of potential because this will go in every bear deck at this point. Spoiler alert, the thing that we're going to be talking about are tribes that are lacking in sometime in the future here. Yeah. That was the yep. thing we talked about from uh, Twitter. So bears might be on this list. Could. Because I do think they need a little bit more support. They should. Because the bears suck. <laughs> no, bears that's what makes this card good is that y- you find ones that are more unique, and this one is a little bit more unique than just a two-two bear. It has yeah. You're able to generate more by if you're able to draw more cards, tap one, yeah. and you get more bears. And like as an example, there's a card called Bearscape where you can pay two, remove two cards from your graveyard, and you create a two-two bear. Mm. That went from fifty cents up to eight dollars. Yeah. Um, now I think that might have been a little premature because I think there was a lot of hype on it, but I think. People this, like the weird yeah. tribal. If stuff you can that find isn't... it for under, I would try and find it as cheap as possible because this has potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's an old set too. Yeah. The thing is, is if they do something with commander where it's like tribal that isn't of stuff that's necessarily <laughs> good, I could see this being in a commander set. Maybe, maybe. 
No? Yeah. It's I don't idea. know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Probably good in any non-green deck. But yeah, for sure, if you get these around a buck and this has just been on the rise. He didn't know something. What? Nothing. What'd you say? Nothing. Is this something else that I'm going to get when I'm listening again? I'm like, it was, oh. just, it was a burn from last week when you were so pissed. But what? When I was like, you're like, oh, this will go really good. Oh, you can yeah, go search for Tiger and Stomper Grounds. I was like, yeah, this will be good in probably Everything any non-green deck. <laughs> you such a dick. <laughs> All right. My next one is Archfiend of Ifnirnir. That's right. It's, it's not Ifnirnir. Well, Ifnir? Ifnir. Ifnir. I go with that. Uh, there's two versions you can go for. You can go for the Buy a Box promo foils, which are, I was able to pick these up for like 70 cents. Super cheap. Or you can go with the uh, pre-release ones or regular foils around a dollar, dollar fifty. But we've liked this card from when it came, like since it mm-hmm. came out. It just didn't have really. The- it doesn't have an enabler. We have a dog. <laughs> Thanks, son. <laughs> so the interesting thing is, it, it's uh, Yagmoth that got printed, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the one that works well with this. Could work well with it uh, because of the cycling it's helping putting minus one minus one counters on it. Yeah. Yeah. But it doubles it because it's putting you're you're discarding a card or now I have to pull it up. What does Yogmoth do? Now I have to pull him up. Yeah. So Yogmoth actually works really well with this because you tap two black, discard a card, you proliferate. So you're discarding something and so what that does is it triggers archfiend puts a minus one minus one counter on each creature your opponent's control and then you proliferate after that so now you're doing it again so you mm-hmm. just by discarding something you're putting two things out and then you're drawing a card off of that so you're, yeah, you you're almost turned it your into hand. a wrath and this card's really good in the varina uh lich lord deck mm-hmm. from uh the esper deck from last year uh, like it gets crazy. Yeah. So this card is really powerful in the right kind of deck. I was always disappointed this one wasn't a legendary because then it felt like that oh, was going to be the cycling be, commander, yeah, really you know. Good. And I was like, this is the perfect card for that. But yeah, just think if you have like a lot of wheel effects and black, and like if you're black, blue, red, mm-hmm. and you're wheeling a ton. Like this card gets bonkers with it. Yeah, and because um, you like discard four or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So this this card can be played in a lot of decks, and I'm I'm I've been surprised for you know a year or two at how cheap it is. That is slow, yeah. So foils you get for dirt cheap, and I don't know. I'm impartial to both arts. Like they have the the bio box ones are have a it looks a lot crazier, and the other one looks a little more calm. So I would go with either one. Yeah. I bought quite a few of each, but they're so cheap that's what I was like. And, and the other thing to think there. about is they added a lot more cycling cards yeah. into modern. Uh, with this modern horizons that have come out and so that that could potentially get this somewhere in modern probably not but i mean with more but cards putting down more throwing down opportunity five ten bucks and get a bunch of these and if they yeah. jump up right now i mean if they don't jump up now i think in the future this could be if they start generating making more things with cycling this could go up a little bit more mm-hmm. all right your next one now uh next one is going to be foil heroes podium which gives it's it's basically a one-sided uh, coat of arms, kind of, if you're in a legendary deck. So each legendary creature you control gets plus one, plus one for each other legendary creature you control. Uh, and that why I'm saying this is because of the new Captain Sisei that came out. You turn that into a legendary creature deck. You're searching up a bunch of stuff. Heroes Podium gets in. Then you can tap X, tap it, look at the top X cards. And then you can put a legendary creature into your hand that way. And so this is card draw. It's car, like creature pump. And this works really well. 
and now I can kind of tell like this is a maybe. I think the foils are sitting around two bucks right now, which is super cheap. Um, and so the nice thing is, is like the, the new Captain Sase doesn't seem to have a lot of traction. I don't know how power or like popular it's going to be. So this one probably won't move a whole ton. I wouldn't buy a whole ton into this, but probably a play set. Yeah, for you know? sure. And get the foils, like you said. Yeah. And then you just have a lot more potential because I mean, it's already they, gone up. It's doubled in price. It went from a yeah, dollar to $2. And now. so this card I think is going to be a lot better. Like as they print more and more commanders or like legendary creatures, They've had a couple, you know, Dominaria last year was so legend heavy and you have Kamigawa set that's very legend heavy. So that is a theme that they return to every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I can dig it. Can you dig it? I can dig it. All right. My Mm -hmm. last one. Oh yeah. You wanted a bonus in there. So my last one comes from Modern Horizons. The new, we kind of talked about last week, uh, Adam number two clarified how this worked out. We talked about the ninjas, Attacking if they get blocked. We were pretty right. Yeah, we were right on it. Yeah. So Cunning Evasion. This is uh, an enchantment. One blue, one colorless. Whenever a creature you control becomes blocked, you may return it to its owner's hand. Now, on Goldfish right now, it says it's two. I was able to pick... There isn't a lot of copies out there, but I was able to pick them up for around a dollar right now. And I don't think it's just for... Every ninjas. ninja deck's going to use this. And so what we were talking about last week is you would be able to attack with everything. If they block a ninja, you return that ninja back to your hand, and then you can ninjutsu that in. back into something. Like, and that that can all happen. But, like, the yeah, bonus thing is, like, it doesn't have to be just ninjas. It can be in any deck that you're attacking with creatures, and they get blocked, and instead of them dying, they're going back to your hand. Or, because there's no tapping that's involved to bring it mm-hmm. to your hand. It's for free to go to your back to your and hand. And it's not a have to go back to your right, hand. Right, so you like, may. So you get to choose if, oh, you can I actually want to kill that creature yeah. or whatever. Or, like, so this card goes really well in, like, enter the battlefield effects. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want Animar to trigger more, because you can just play your creatures for basically free, or you um, you can have this in a rune deck where you're blanking creatures, but then you can just recast them as well. Uh, you got Riku of Two Flames. Like this can go in a lot of decks where you have like cheaper creatures where you want to continue to recast them for their effects. Yeah. So I and um, I was thinking this, and I did see it on Twitter as well. I don't remember who put it there, but they were comparing it to almost like a weaker reconnaissance, which we've talked about being really powerful. So like, is you're saving your creatures. I, that one is better than this yeah. by far, but um, but it's different it's, it's because this effect, gives you yeah. like you're talking the under the battlefield stuff. Yeah. And that's so if you're, you're able gonna... to use it to that advantage, it makes it a little bit better in, hmm. than reconnaissance. But reconnaissance, by the way, is crazy. go pick that up if you haven't picked yeah, it up. It's a ten dollar card, think but that get one's one. gonna go stay get low one. that long because I just think commander players don't know about that card as much, and they should. How tricky it is. Yeah, because one thing we just figured out in the last couple weeks, and we're kind of talking with Adam, uh, number two, is that after the damage is all dealt you can untap all those creatures that even did damage mm-hmm. and because it's still during the attack phase the attacking phase and so even your creatures that went through and weren't blocked you untap them so it's almost like vigilance in a way yeah, and again I'd, I'd really love to see somebody do like a complete thorough of reconnaissance you just as break that do. down because yeah. i've heard of uh, where you can like untap creatures with tapping abilities and just do it as many times as you want if it's a free ability. What? Yeah. So like, 
again, I just I don't want to like this isn't this isn't gonna be stuff. a we were wrong yeah. thing. We were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like I've just heard of it, and I'd like a lot more clarification. Yeah, because it's a on, really confusing card. If you go on Gatherer, uh, it doesn't really. Yeah, it doesn't clarify. It doesn't give you any like tricks or hints with it. it. Doesn't say you can untap at the end of the combat and still deal the damage. Like it just. It seems it seems like there's a lot of tricks and it's for one mana. But I again, like, this, we, it's we got off like they're like, oh, this is such an old card. No one's playing with it. Fuck, we won't explain it. <laughs> we'll just leave it as is. Uh, yeah. So I would just if anybody has like the rules things and they have they can point to rules and stuff. Send us a big list of the cool stuff you can do with it. Like, I'd definitely take a segment on that. <laughs> just break down reconnaissance. Yeah, because I think it's a very unique and yeah. con- like strong. It's definitely card. going. I don't think we put that on our cards underplayed commander cards but that's definitely going on it's the list. definitely there yeah so we're gonna be doing that again at some point we have a list kind of generating there uh but your last one kind of uh so the last two are pretty similar in spots but uh glacial crevices uh this is an enchantment from ice age which is on the reserve list but you can sacrifice a snow-covered mountain no creatures deal combat damage this turn so no fun. no no creatures deal damage this turn which is different that's what it states. Maybe there's an oracle text on that about combat damage. I don't know. But like if you had something that just did direct damage, like niv at Perun. Should we check it? It'd be interesting. Yeah, let's well, look at Well, you oracle. go ahead and read this next one and all. Uh, and so along the other lines, it's Suns, uh, Sunstone, which is a three-mana artifact. You can pay two, sacrifice a snow-covered land, and then you create a fog effect. So these two are right there. You're just getting a lot of snow covered lands out there right now with modern horizons and i think these become more relevant for fog effects and uh having the bonus of having the snow covered lands being able to be sacrificed um i've had so you're coming around on snow covered lands is what you're telling me well i'm just saying there's there's a good potential because there you know uh snow covered lands hasn't been out for over 10 years at this point you know cold snap was a long time ago and i think you're going to get a large influx of these cards in and once people find out about it, and then the, the cards go crazy. Because Constant Miss is a six, seven dollar card right yeah, now. This is reserve list sitting around two, wasn't and it? And it is prevent combat damage that would be Okay, dumped. so, so it, is, it isn't Niv Miz it won't Niv <laughs> uh, yeah, Niv Miz won't affect that. Um, but so this is combat so it is a fog. Uh, and Sunstone is a fog. Uh, both these cards are pretty good. I, I would compare them to something like Constant Miss, which is green colorless fog, buyback, sacrifice a land. You just have to do so, like have those three in there, or um, you know, glacial crevices is just a snow-covered mountain. But you put that in a mono red deck, you can swing all out and sack mountains all well, you want. Well, sunstone can be. Oh yeah, crevice. Yeah, okay. I was getting yeah, the next. Yeah, yeah, that one you have to do mountains. This one you can do any. But that one's free. This one is you pay two, two. for the effect. But having both of them is uh, not a bad effect if you're just super aggro and then you want to be able to survive a bunch mm-hmm. of turns. For sure. I'm picking them up. I know I already have glacial. Yeah, I have crevasses, <laughs> uh, but I do not have sunstone. That's a interesting card. I'm surprised it's only like thirty cents. Yeah, thirty cents for sunstone. I believe it's an uncommon, but they're both. I can see them both going way up for sure. All right. Well, that is everything for today. Wheel. Uh, you guys can check us out on Twitter at Commander Smiths. You can go to Gmail. Give us songs. Give us stuff cool things and beer interact Talk. commander smiths <laughs> go on youtube subscribe like our page share with your buddies and say oh you know what we forgot to do what? uh if you put 
Oh, Garuk's yeah. Dong Garuk's in our Dong YouTube <laughs> page underneath this. People have been uh, unique at Garuk's Dong with uh, Meat yeah, Force. Yeah. Or it's, <laughs> if you put Meat Force, you are disqualified. <laughs> it is Garuk's, Garuk's Dong. Dong. Only Garuk's Dong. So even people that did it last week on the last episode. You can re-enter and resubmit. Yeah, so you'll get in the second drawing. Uh, and then we did Twitter. At Commander, hey, at Commander Smith. Hey, <laughs> at Commander Smith. At Commander Smith. At Commander Smith. I think that's everything. So yeah. check out our... Also go on Twitter. Make sure to do the voting because that's also another way. Yeah, if you go on to Twitter, uh, find the picture that's talking about uh, the battle boxes and guess who won and what was the record for the war aspect of it. And we'll try and send out a proxy that way as well. Uh, we will be... So you got like... Four days, three, three days, or four, four days. days. You want to set a time? You're going to release this on Friday. Uh, yeah, I'll try to get it out by f- Friday afternoon if I can. You have at least until Friday. Yeah, maybe longer. Maybe. <laughs> but you got f- you got four days. So yeah, get it out there. Then you get a proxy off of that, and you don't have to be a patron or anything. One like entry. That. If you do two or three, and just keep on yeah, guessing, I'm gonna it's, fuck you. you don't yeah, get that. exactly. <laughs> you can't just be like spam our. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably we not worth take your, your time, first but... entry. Is the one that we will see. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Instead of fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck our fans. Well, fans. I wouldn't say fans. The three of them are fine. <laughs> our listeners. That's more like, don't, yeah, don't fuck our too. listeners. <laughs> Kirsten wouldn't like that. Nah. nah. You're like thinking about it. You said something about she your exes clearly, on the last episode. You clearly not like that. <laughs> All right. That should do it for this week. We will check in next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Bye.